the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Joe says no. This is a no on this legislation. I have tried everything I know to do. Omicron on a global rampage. Looking at individuals 50 years of age or older who received the booster about five months after a second dose of the Pfizer-BioNTech, there was a 90% lower mortality due to COVID-19 than participants who did not receive a boost. This is the Daybreak Insider Podcast, your first look at today's top stories for Monday, December 20th. I'm Rich Thomason. Senator Joe Manchin of West Virginia says if he cannot justify Build Back Better to his constituents, then he cannot vote for the plan. There's a lot of good, but that bill is a mammoth piece of legislation, a mammoth piece. And when it's done even through regular order, it would be a tremendous, huge undertaking. Manchin's opposition puts it all on hold indefinitely, seemingly dealing a fatal blow to President Biden's domestic initiative heading into an election year when Democrats' narrow hold on Congress was already in peril. I cannot vote to continue with this piece of legislation. I just can't. I've tried everything humanly possible. I can't get there. The White House calls his opposition sudden and inexplicable. The West Virginia senator cites a multitude of factors, inflation, debt, COVID variants. This is a mammoth piece of legislation, and I had my reservations from the beginning. Manchin made his comments on Fox News Sunday. I'm Julie Walker. Senator Rick Scott of Florida tells the Salem Radio Network the GOP stands pretty good chance of recovering the Senate majority next year. The Democrats have primaries. Uh, with far-left candidates in North Carolina, in Pennsylvania, in Ohio, in Wisconsin, uh, all states that that I I absolutely believe we will win. With polls showing many Americans disenchanted with President Biden and his agenda, Scott says he's optimistic about the GOP's prospects. Uh, There was going to be some tough races, but we're going to get a majority, and I think we could. If we, if all of our candidates do well, we could have a nice majority uh, in the Senate uh, next November. Daybreak Insider's Bob Agnew says one California lawmaker thinks that voters in his state getting fed up with Democrat policy. Republican Congressman Mike Garcia says voters in the Democrat stronghold have a growing list of worries. So for the average taxpayer, the small business owner, the the residents, it's, it's about continuing to survive. It's about security. As for Democrat efforts to do things like defund police and promote groups like Black Lives Matter. The average voter is, is tired of that nonsense. They, they, they realize the fallacy of these movements. Congressman Garcia is seen as one of Speaker Nancy Pelosi's main targets in the 2022 midterms. He was interviewed by the Salem Radio Network. Kentucky Governor Andy Bashir says tornadoes killed 78 people in his state. The search for the missing is over. How about a piece of good news today? Right now, missing persons based on this tornado event are at zero. FEMA help has been extended to six more counties and funeral benefits have been up to $10,000. They shouldn't have to have a cheap funeral uh, for their uh, loved one. That's not right. 
The Western Kentucky Relief Fund will be providing uninsured homeowners who lost everything with extra funds on top of federal money. We're going to work with FEMA to say who has applied, who is uninsured, what were they awarded, and let us do 10% on top of that. My challenge to other funds out there that are looking for how they can help is do more on top of what we're doing. Severe storms taking a deadly toll in the central Philippines where a typhoon has caused widespread destruction. Daybreak Insider's Andrew Stewart says bodies of more victims have been found. This brings the death toll in the strongest typhoon to batter that country this year to at least 112. The governor of Bohol province says 10 others remain missing and 13 are wounded. He says the fatalities may still rise considerably, with many mayors unable to report back to him because of downed communications. The governor has appealed for food packs and drinking water. Bloodshed south of the U.S. border near the western Mexican state of Jalisco. Prosecutors in the state of Guanajuato say the shooting wounded two other men. The attack took place before dawn Saturday in a town near the border with Jalisco state. No information available, though, on a possible motive in the attack. But the Jalisco drug cartel has fought to take over territory in Guanajuato from local gangs. Happened at the height of the busy Christmas shopping season. Fire rips through a North Carolina distribution center, or the home shopping network QVC. The blaze has caused extensive damage to that facility. The News and Observer says more than 300 employees worked at that building near Rocky Mount when the fire broke out. Someone reported the blaze shortly after 2 a.m. Eastern Time on Saturday. No injuries immediately reported. The cause of the blaze remains under investigation. Daybreak Insider's Ron DeRockstra details how the global surge in coronavirus infections wreaked havoc with Secretary of State Blinken's round-the-world diplomatic mission. At least three people on board his military plane tested positive during the trip, which started in Liverpool, England, and ended abruptly after stops in Dubai, Jakarta, and Kuala Lumpur. The positive cases forced a frantic reevaluation of Blinken's itinerary, which was cut short and rerouted through Guam to return to U.S. territory as soon as possible to avoid mandatory quarantines for others who might have been infected. The Omicron variant has been detected in 89 countries with cases rapidly doubling. The World Health Organization says the number of COVID-19 cases involving Omicron is doubling every one and a half to three days in countries where there is community transmission of the variant. The UN Health Agency says Omicron's substantial growth advantage over Delta means it's likely to soon overtake Delta as the dominant variant, who adds that it remains unclear if the rapid growth of Omicron cases is because the variant evades existing immunity, is more transmissible than previous variants, or a combination of both. I'm Shelley Adler. London Mayor Sadiq Khan. We're incredibly concerned by the huge surge in the Omicron variant. Over the last 24 hours, we've had the largest number of new cases since this uh, pandemic began. And more than 26,000 new infections since Friday. I've taken the decision, in consultation with our partners, to declare a major incident today. Here at home, President Biden's on-again, off-again vaccine mandate for larger employers and the private sector is on again. The ruling from a panel of judges on the 6th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals reverses a lower court ruling that had paused the requirement. 
Republican-led states and conservative groups are challenging the rule, which would apply to companies with at least 100 employees and affect some 84 million workers across the United States. They have vowed to appeal the ruling to the U.S. Supreme Court. The mandate was originally scheduled to take effect January 4th. And federal officials say they will not be issuing citations to employers before January 10th, allowing businesses some time to adjust to and implement the requirements. The Occupational Health and Safety Administration, or OSHA, also said there would be no citations of companies regarding its testing requirements before February 9. I'm Julie Walker. A veteran Georgia politician, he won the respect of colleagues on both sides of the aisle, has passed away. Johnny Isaacson, an affable Georgia Republican politician who rose from the ranks of the state legislature to become a U.S. senator, has died. The passing was confirmed in a news release from Georgia Governor Brian Kemp's office. In 2015, Isaacson disclosed that he had been diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. He remained in office until the end of 2019, retiring two years before the end of his term. In the Senate, Isaacson was known as an effective behind-the-scenes consensus builder, his own views on flashpoint issues such as abortion, became more conservative over the years as Georgia's own politics shifted from blue to red. I'm Shelley Adler. And finally this morning, Daybreak Insider's Jason Walker says one celebrity who recently took a turn at the podium hosting Jeopardy will now be hosting the script's National Spelling Bee. LeVar Burton gives the competition a celebrity headliner who's also a longtime literacy advocate. His addition to the Bee lineup comes as Scripps prepares to take over production of the telecast. Scripps has ended its longtime partnership with ESPN, which televised the Bee from 1994 through this year. Burton comes from a family of educators and says the bee represents the inspirational ideal of education. Subscribe to the Daybreak Insider podcast at Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify, or SalemPodcastNetwork.com. Get our companion Daybreak Insider newsletter each morning at DaybreakInsider.com. Ongoing coverage of breaking news and commentary at SRNNews.com and TownHall.com. Thanks for starting your day with us. I'm Rich Thomason. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.